consider yourselves hashtag blessed because you've just stumbled across the Gay Agenda YYC, a podcast that spills the tea on all things LGBT and Q in the Calgary area. So join me at the Gay Agenda YYC and the squad hashtag trademark as we solve all your first world gay probs one hashtag at a time. As we're going to be talking about a strange thing that I've never heard about love languages today. So as Terry mentioned, we are talking about love languages. Which is something completely foreign to my darling husband. Well, he's no, is this husband. like uh, when you like are calling me like voulez-vous coucher avec moi? <laughs> no, that's all right, Christina. Yeah, <laughs> relax. <laughs> no, I wanted to be little Kim. That's why my boobs hang out. <laughs> oh. Your boobs out anyway. Oh god, right? Because yeah, I just Janet Jackson that thing. That's, no, that's just a... interpret like that. Well, either one. All right, we know Janet was right. involved. So, the reason we're talking about this topic, I recently uh, lost my grandmother. She passed away a couple weeks ago. And um, our neighbor kind of surprised us by, like, almost stalking our fridge. Mm-hmm. And so it got me thinking that what what are the types of love, what are the love languages out there? And what types of, what is our own personal love language? Yeah, I, I would just like to say that this is also the neighbor that has, like, helped me through a lot of stuff, too. So, yes. And it's really weird. So... You'd never picture it because he's like this six foot four, really jock type guy. He looks really scary in the middle of the night. <laughs> I think he does. He does. But he's like the sweetest guy ever. And that's just it. So we, you never can tell about people. So when yeah. he comes over and he's pretty much like getting ready for Shiva because <laughs> that's what we're doing. He's just bringing food for yeah. seven days and while we like, well, he's grieving. It's just one of those things. And I think, again, that's one of those things for love languages, oddly enough, yeah. is giving food, yeah. but that was just my interjection. Now Eric's going to can actually say what yeah. he was trying to say. Alright, so I tasked the the squad, hashtag trademark, <laughs> with doing their own love languages quiz. So, I want to go through that now. I'm going to start with me because I'm the queen of the universe. We'll go through our top three scores. I would just like to interject my super D right there. I was giving him the really gay eye roll. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shut up. All right, so we were all we all scored on all five languages. We're just talking about our top three because those are the ones that actually mean the most. Also, for fun, we will be posting the link so y'all can take this. Yeah. So you know what your love languages um, are as well. And then we'll go through and talk about what each language actually is or what examples of that are. So mine, um, I scored the highest on physical touch. So I like hugs or any sort of affection. Um, words of affirmation came in second for me, and then quality time. For me, um, I actually did it if I was in a relationship and as I was single. Okay. So I only did mine if I was in a relationship. Because you're always in a relationship. With myself. Exactly. So, um, for me, and it was actually, it was really close. It was a flip-floppy. So, one was scored higher in a relationship. The other scored higher in singledom. But they were either both my first or second in either one. Okay. So, in a relationship, I enjoy words of affirmation. Uh, while I am single, I enjoy quality time. Hmm. There you go. Ray, what did you get? Um, I got words of affirmation as my top. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like 11. Wow. So it was like right up there. And then I had acts of service and then physical touch. <laughs> acts of service. You're such a dom. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get? Um, so I did the same thing. I did both of them, and my top two flipped. Oh yeah, mine well. was single. Yeah, he did for single. FYI. Uh-huh. Um, so my top three were nine, eight, and seven. So they were like yeah. boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Um, first one is quality time. Mm-hmm. Then it was words of affirmation, 
And then it was acts of service. Wow. Okay. Eric, mine, mine, mine were far apart. Mine were 11, 8, and 6. See, but mine were also, I think, 9 and 7 for both. So there was a... There wasn't a, a, like a, a number in between, mm-hmm. so it was either like uh, scored too high each time. So yeah, it wasn't okay. right there, but it was super close. Okay, Eric, what does it all, all right. mean for us? So we're talking about this, and the quiz that we took uh, was created by Dr. Gary Chapman, who also released a book called The Five Love Languages. Oh, hmm. strange. Yeah, hmm. uh, about ten years ago. It, it, it's pretty much what this means is it's, it's what we need in order to feel loved from our partners or. Other friends. people in our life, yeah. yeah. Friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he also explains that what makes one person feel loved doesn't necessarily apply to their partner, mm-hmm. which we've kind of found doing this test is that just because like I like physical touch doesn't mean that Terry don't, don't we know right? it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not my fault. Don't touch me. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna start with words of affirmation. Okay, so uh, that's what. I scored highest on, and yes. what... Uh, I was I scored highest on. Okay. Yeah, so Ray and Terry. Imagine that. We're the same? Yeah. Shocker. And I was the second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, according to Dr. Chapman, people with this love language need... Uh, with this love language need to hear their partner say, I love you. Um, mm-hmm. Even better is including um, the reasons behind the love through leaving them a voice message or a written note or talking to them directly with sincere words of kindness and affirmation. Um, other examples include things like, thank you, that was nice of you, or I appreciate what you did. Yeah, I guess. I you guess like I that too. It. Yeah, you do. You scored the high there. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, this is a rigged test. So, exactly. But I, I think it also goes deeper, at, like where if, let's say, Terry does something that goes outside of his comfort zone, it's about going that extra step and saying, I'm proud of you for doing blank. Yeah. Yes, and that, mm-hmm. I, I would agree with that. And I think that, but that's something that I think everyone needs, yeah. To, in my knowledge, because yeah. even um, when I'm, uh, even when I'm at work and I've taken some of the courses, acknowledging someone's good work is good, but it's pointless if you just say, good job. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to say, good job on because. This. Yes. They need to know what they did good, because if you just keep on saying, good job, it sounds... Yeah. Uh, Redundant. But it's, exactly, and it's I, moot. I, I think, think the level, like Eric was saying, it just means more to some people than it does to others. Yes. I mean, it's yeah. good for everybody for morale, yeah. but I think in a relationship, it might not affect us if we don't really care about yeah. it so and much. I think also, words of affirmation going through as well was kind of more in a sense of like showing interest in that person's what yes. they're doing too right yeah. if, you, if you're showing interest in their activities or their hobbies that they like to do then that shows them as an, you're affirming their your relationship with them and showing that you care mm-hmm. yeah right but and i think just going back to what eric was seeing there is if the partner's always saying i love you it's you know that's great but it's like I love you because, yeah. And I think that's because I love I love you is easy to say. Mm-hmm. Like if you're saying it right at the beginning, that's like you know you know it's amazing because you finally said it, you got it out of the way, and now you can move on. But like if you're like us, five years in or nine years in, like Rain Adam, saying <laughs> I love you is okay, but that's just kind of like a handshake after mm-hmm. a while in a relationship. You need to say, I love you because, you know? Yeah, or I'm proud of you because. Yeah, like, or, like those I love things. you because you did the dishes. Like, thank yes. you, because I didn't have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I did want to point out, just from the test, because I realized it as I was going to it, it, it was kind of biased in that the people, the maker of the test, thought you would like 
both options. Yeah. Half, like, um, a lot of the times I was choosing the one I hated the least. Yeah. So yeah. it was like, well, I don't really like this, but well, I don't like that even more. Because it was more, it was, because all the questions were, it's more meaningful when my partner does A or B. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Like, I, I'm like, I don't really find meaning in either one, <laughs> but I find less meaning when you do that. And it was either them talking to you about something or giving you a gift. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the questions that I was like, well, I don't like gifts. Is that exactly mm-hmm. it, right? Uh, which is fine, which is weird, because Eric always thought I liked getting gifts. Well, because yeah. for like the first few you years... You like giving were... gifts. Yes. So you find yes. joy in giving gifts. I love gifts. giving gifts. I hate receiving gifts. Where gifts, for me, received is like bottom of the yeah, five. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't do it. But but the whole time you thought that I loved because, because gifts. you made because in the beginning of our relationship you made such a big deal about gifts. Yeah, like saying I needed them or yes. thanking you for getting them no. for me. No, saying you needed them. <laughs> I just wanted shit. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna milk this fucker for all that he's worth. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason our collectible. Our I know. Collect- Damn it! If I would have just busted myself, it would have kept going. I'm not gonna get nothing. <laughs> no, that's it. No more gifts for you because you're like I hate getting. The last gifts. gift I want is divorce papers. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, you think you're never getting those? Damn it! Okay, right. <laughs> let's let's go on to quality time. Which was my which was my first if I was single. Yes, and, and it was, this is uh, my first as a couple. Your first, okay, and that's my second as a couple. Mm-hmm. So uh, this language says uh, this language, uh, according to Doctor Chapman, uh, is all about giving your partner your undivided attention. This means no TV, no chores, no cell phone. <laughs> Just giving each other your undivided attention. I'm sorry, Bessie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just. I have a reaction. Um, also, take time to do this. Uh, take time every day to do this. Uh, so spending time with your partner is about being together, paying attention to each other, and sharing something meaningful together, and listening and communicating. Other examples include preparing dinner together, or talking while preparing while preparing and eating it, uh, sharing plans for the future, uh, making love, uh, or creating something together. When I did this test and I told Ray my result, he was like, we, we spent quality time all together all the time. And well, I'm like, was like girl, top. mine's top and his is like four. Mine's like, yeah, fourth one. Mm. Yeah. So, okay, so let's dive into this a little bit. Because there was, this dude is saying zero technology whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, okay, yeah, get that. Okay, maybe- Why can't you have quality time, though, if you're sharing a movie? Yeah. yeah. If you're spending time if you're cuddling or watching it or you yeah, know, yeah. getting a yes. blowjob, whatever. But- <laughs> Access service, too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But, okay, is he still on his phone if you're doing the BJ? But, but like, well, he could be. Exactly. Um, but I think it's also... Are you live-tweeting this? I think, like, the, the no TV <laughs> thing, I think, is kind, of, is kind of obscene because there are times when we're watching something mm-hmm. and we talk to each other about what we're watching. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Right? We have an in-depth conversation. Yeah, we're talking about We do that all the time if we're watching movies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's quality time. Also, there are many times where, and it doesn't, like... He's not saying we need to do days. He just needs to do like take time together. And you and I, Terry, we do that quite often where we just lay in bed and snuggle, usually with two of the three animals that we mm-hmm, have. Mm-hmm. And just sit there and talk for like 20 minutes or an hour, depending on how lazy I am that day. Yeah, no, but I think even all of this information and this test and everything was written 10 years ago. There's a lot more to be done on phones than just like text messaging, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. Because I think you can still kind of pay attention 
like if I'm scrolling through Facebook and I'm like mind numb to that, I can still talk to you at the same time. Yeah. And we can still have a conversation. And also how many times do we show each other things that we find on our phones? Exactly. Like that's, it, it actually opens communication. I, I find that there's an, ooh, this is happening today. Oh, let's talk about that. Like we do it all the time. Yeah. Or I think we, it's different for people in relationships who don't make the time to do stuff together. Well, yeah. we, we all do stuff together a lot. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. you guys do stuff together as a couple a lot. Like, if that's even going to get groceries or cooking dinner together mm-hmm. or watching your shows together. Yeah. yeah. We do that all the time, too. Yeah. Like, when we watch TV, it's always together. Yeah. yeah. Like, we don't... Uh, it's very rare we have shows that we watch separately. And I think maybe that is what it is. Because, like, if, if he's thinking about, you know... I, maybe that, it's like a straight guy watching sports and the woman's like, I'm not doing sports. I'm exactly. going to get Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, you're not spending quality time. But the TV is actually good quality time for all of us when you are still watching the same programming. We know, like, we eat dinner, we watch TV, we're on our phones, we're on our tablets, whatever, but we're still side by side and we're still available for each other in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think even with... You and I too. It's like playing a video game together too. Sometimes because it's like you're you're working together to do something that's together. That's something we've never done. Mm. We've never played a video game. I anymore. watch you play video games, and I'm like, oh, it's over here. You do yeah. this. Fine. But this. I've done the same thing too when you play video yeah. games. So well, he'll ask me, "Can you do this for me?" Okay, fine. Yeah. I don't play this game, but I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I but I think it's. I think that's one of those things. It's still quality time because I am still invested on what you're doing. Yeah. Like I'm paying attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. It's not like you're just like playing what Gears of War or something and you're off shooting people and talking to people on your headset. Oh, yeah. And you're not, you're ignoring me. No, we are still doing something yeah. together. But I think, like, even when we got together the first year, we were very much like, we can't do a lot of stuff separate just because we felt like we should be doing a lot of stuff together as a couple, mm-hmm. which is completely bullshit. Yeah. 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 You, you need to still have, have your own individual lives and, like, even when you're home together, we're like, we have to spend time together. Yeah. But now it's like, he might be playing video games and have his headset on. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm still working in the same room. Yeah. But we're not together together. But, but it, then you'll, like, sometimes be like, hey, I have a, you'll, like, say, like, you'll get my attention. And then I usually, like, pause and then mm-hmm. answer what you're asking me. Or I do the vice versa. Yeah. And then, some, but sometimes you're like, leave me alone. I'm doing my work. I'm in the middle of a scene. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all have to. Okay. So that was... That, what's the next one? Okay. So third one, which I know scored uh, bottom of my list, and I think scored really low for the rest of us, mm-hmm. is receiving gifts. It was the bottom one. Mine was zero. Yeah. yeah. Actually zero. Yeah. Mine was two. Mine, I think mine was two. Mine, mine was two. Uh, so mm-hmm. it, it's like, thank God we can all freely admit that none of us are gold diggers. So yeah. we don't want... We're not in it just for money. I don't and... need gifts, but I don't mind money. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like, that's not to say that we don't... Okay, actually, let's go through this first, and then we'll read we'll it up. Yeah. All right. So, the person uh, who loves this language thrives on the love, thoughtfulness, and effort behind the gift. Uh, in short, actions speak louder than words. Now, the thing that works best is picking the right gift that shows you understand your partner and the effort you made to express uh, to express your love. Says Dr. Chapman. Think about finding a gift that your partner has been asking for or would enjoy receiving, uh, and plan for a special way of giving it to make it a surprise. The act of gift of giving a gift tells your partner that you cared enough to think about him or her uh, in advance and go out of your way to get something to make your partner smile. Okay, the, the issue that I've got with that is halfway through, yes, it's right. Like, I, I'm big on getting gifts for people. Yes. But that was never in any of the questions. No, It was I like, know. how do you like receiving gifts? I'm very, I'm, I'm very unequal in that. Like Ray and I were talking about earlier, <laughs> I, I love gifts. Giving, giving, I hate getting, and that's... I hate receiving. It also goes with blowjobs. Yeah, no, I, look, I, I love shopping for you. Yeah. 
It is. It's one of my favorite. I know. Things. I, I think the the main reason I hate receiving gifts is because I hate that awkward moment when it's like, oh god, I really don't like it, but now I have to lie and say I really like it. Yeah. So. You're, you've definitely gotten better, so now I can say, oh my god, it's actually a good gift, so I don't have to pretend. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think that's that. there's some anxiety in there for me, because mm-hmm. I'm like, I have to fake enjoying what they've just done. And I know it means a lot, because they've taken the time to think of what I wanted, whatever, whatever, and it's like... But I've also had, for the first, I'm going to say four years of our relationship, I had major anxiety buying gifts for you, because mm-hmm. I, I, was, I was always concerned that it wasn't enough for you. Yeah. Right. It wasn't. Well, digger. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and like for you and I, Ray, we haven't like ever really bought us gifts at all from the beginning of our relationship. Mm -hmm. If anything, if we but I like buying gifts for people. Like if I'm buying you a gift, I know you don't like receiving them, Mm -hmm. and we honestly just stopped like what four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're like we don't need anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We get time together, which is weird because quality time. Mm -hmm. Yep. We don't need anything. But for me, getting gifts is just like stressful because I'm super minimal with a lot of things. And I've realized that as I get older, I just don't want crap. Yeah. You're getting nothing. So now I put, I'm put i put in a situation where I have to like it, and I actually might like the item, mm-hmm. but I won't necessarily use the item. Yeah. And then I have to be like, well, I don't actually want it. Can you take it back? <laughs> like, what do you do in that situation? I know. I know. <clears throat> it's just, and that's, I think that's... Or you just be like, oops, it broke. I know, but I think that just there in that one, it li- there lies a certain level of anxiety that some people don't like we are those people. Mm. So I think that's why it probably scored so low. Who doesn't like getting shit, right? We all like getting stuff, but I think there's the anxiety that is overlying the actual act. It it doesn't bring joy. Like, yeah, it doesn't bring the joy. It doesn't bring the love. It's more panic than anything. Like, you know, I would rather have someone do something nice for me again. That is acts of service or even say something nice, which is love language. So it's like, no, X. Right, or get you, stuff get you stuff that you'll use, like books. If you're looking for specific books, yes. you'll appreciate getting those Everyone versus getting yeah, get me a book. something random that costs like five grand. Yeah. You're not going to like that as much. Yeah. I don't need a coach clutch. Yeah. What, are, what are we going to do? But, you know, like when we first got together, you had the first four Game of Thrones books mm-hmm. in paperback, and yeah. then you had Dance of Dragons in hardcover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you were so mad because you wanted all hardcover because yeah. you prefer hardcover mm-hmm. books. So I went out, and I think for your birthday and our or no Easter and our anniversary, I bought you the four, mm-hmm. the four hardcovers. And that is perfect gift giving. Yeah, you yes. know I want it, and that's the other thing. When it drives me nuts when people ask for a Christmas list. Oh, I hate I hate that because if you know me, you should know what I want, and the mm-hmm. exact uh, act of gift giving. Is you knowing the person you're gifting for, and you've mm-hmm. made you pick a up choice. on cues when you spend time with them over yeah. the year. Yeah. If I you notice things, yeah, exactly. It's it, if I'm to give you a Christmas list, that's like making up a, a wedding registry. You don't know these people, but you're gonna buy them six knives. Yeah. Like it's just no. It, it it it's saying yeah, I want this, but I would rather it come from you as a with thought. Yes, mm-hmm. like that's why I do not do Chris. I have not done a Christmas list since I was about. 12 years old. <laughs> it drives my grandmother nuts. I know. But that's why. <laughs> but I think even with like the core four of us, we don't do the gifts. We do acts of service. Yeah, we spend time together and that's yeah. it. And it's never like back and forth and there's no tally. There's nothing. It's mm-hmm. just if we need something, we ask and then we deliver. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's it. Yeah. Okay. What's, What's next one? All right. 
So uh, the fourth one, which uh, scored for me, scored second to last on my list mm-hmm. with a score of two. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, both mine were a score of two. Yeah, the bottoms, but whatever. Acts of service. Mm-hmm. So that was my was top third. two. Is your top two? My third. And that was, was your third for me. And that was in the middle. Middle for you. Me. Okay. Uh, so this language includes anything you do to ease the burden of responsibility, like vacuuming the floors, going grocery shopping, sending thank you notes, stumped as to what your partner needs. Chatlin suggests. Uh, asking your partner to give ideas for things they'd like you to do that will make their life easier and make a schedule to get them done. Simple things like making breakfast in bed or walking the dog demonstrate you care about your partner uh, and your life together. Uh, it says you want to make your home and relationship more livable and you want to ease your partner's burden. Because That should have been my top one. <laughs> <laughs> now that I know. Because I, I, I kind of struggle to like know how to do acts of service but then that's why I ask you I'll be like what do you need me to do mm-hmm. what do you want me to do right but is that because Ray spends most of his time caring for the home um I think it's because I'm like super type A with stuff and I like list yeah because if I do something wrong you always say to me you did that wrong you and, then, that. and then he gets mad mm-hmm. because I did it wrong duh because <laughs> then you just need to do it again but then I'm like tell me how to do it so I can do it properly but I also scored pretty high on that, too, for acts of service. So I do like it, though, when Ray does, like, you know, when he makes dinner or something, and I, I come home from work or something like that, or the house is clean. But I think we, do, we found a really good balance with all of those things. But, like, with quality time, too, like, when we do a cleaning, we usually clean together, and we do it together. Like, even though we're divide and conquer, but we're still spending that time mm-hmm. doing the cleaning together. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, so yeah, and I prefer to clean the house when Terry's not here. And uh, same, I don't like him cleaning when he's in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just so weird. I know. I know. <laughs> but I, I, I was just because I'm, I'm as Adam was talking, I was going through like the acts of service, and I'm like, but we have a balance, Eric and I, where we have, I think, just certain tasks that we do. Yeah, like you look after the garden, you mm-hmm. do the laundry. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that we kind of like, you can go do this is the bathroom because I don't think either of us really like doing the bathroom. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's usually that's like the most neglected room in our house. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um. But yeah, like it's so if it's taking out, oh no, and taking out the garbage, we split that sometimes. But it's, uh, but if, yeah, if it's walking the dog or doing anything like that, like you take care of that. Yeah. Just because usually you're home before I am, you start dinner, but I will do dinner if I'm home. Yeah. And so yeah, we, it's not like those are any. Uh, I don't. I don't think I need to show you that I love you because I've yeah. just cleaned the bathroom. Well, and yeah. there are things like like yeah, I do do a lot of the house cleaning, but there are also things like. Like, because Ahura has me up at the butt crack of dawn. She knows to wake me up over waking you up. Yeah. So I do a walk, and then while you're still sleeping, I'm able to, like, knock out dishes or yeah. knock out some chores before I have to get you up to do yeah. whatever you want to do. I actually was just seeing it as... I could see this working in a heteronormative relationship, mm. whereas the woman usually does all the chores. Yeah. But if... But that means the husband the, has to have his acts of service as one of the top ones to be no, loved. But no, that would be if the that would be, that would be the, the wife. Yes, if the husband yeah. was all of a sudden going to do the laundry or cook dinner for her yeah. or whatever, then those loved. would be that would be her loving his well, acts actually, of service so because he's totally changed the role. My, I'm not going to speak for my grandfather, but my grandmother, her her love language is acts of service. Yeah, yeah. She loves it when the grandkids come over and do something either with her or for her. Mm-hmm. And, like, that is how she she feels loved. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I don't know. And I, I also feel like sometimes acts of service is a generational thing. Yes, yeah. I, I agree. I think we just expect it. Like if I call you and I'm like, hey, we need a ride here because the car's having an issue. Yeah. We, we just naturally assume that we would help. Yeah, yeah. we just do it. It's like for it's each not, other. I'm not showing you how much I care. I'm like, okay. I just Same as the it. laundry. I would never be like, you care about me because you're doing my laundry. Yeah. I'm saying, okay, we live together and you're you just it appreciate because it's part it. of our life. You yeah. Uh, you have no clean yeah. underwear. We need to do laundry. Like, yeah. it's just a thing. Yeah. I can see where some people would like it, but just, it's not for me. I just, it's not a, I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm indifferent to it, which is why I probably scored so low with me because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't really care. Like, yeah, if you get to the dishes before I do, thank you. But mm-hmm. I think I score higher on it because of... Because of your personality. Well, type right. A, but the selection part of mm-hmm. what I chose, that was probably the one I hated the least yes. on the list. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, what's the last one? Okay, so last one, which was my highest, uh, is physical touch. Get off me. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you score? Oh, last. Really? Yeah. That was your very last one. Yes, You're like, don't touch me. Yeah. yeah. Mine was the second last, and yours was... Mine was the middle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so people who speak this love language thrive on any type of physical touch. So hand-holding, hugs, pats on the back, uh, be intentional about finding ways to express your love using physical touch. So giving hugs or touching their arm or a hand during conversation, offer to give a neck or a back rub. Physical touch is the most direct way, um, the most direct way to communicate love, um, as long as it's done in an atmosphere which is loving and not oppressive and consensual. <laughs> Physical touch can be the most effective love of the love languages. It calms, heals, reassure, and reassures. Um, the bottom line is, is not everyone expresses their love the same way. So be aware that there are different types of love languages so you can help understand a relationship. I think there's so, a time time for it, though. Like, mm-hmm. if we're laying on the couch watching a movie, fine, you can touch me. Mm-hmm. But if I'm eating dinner, do not fucking touch me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Or invested in the show. Because with these love languages, so yours is top for physical touch. Mine is top That for means that touch. for a relationship, you would like your... Her partner to be touching, to touching you. Yes. yes. Where, yeah. and, and you're like, ah, don't touch me. And, and that's, that's, we do find that a problem. I know he likes to be physically touched. And me, I could definitely live without it. So. But I wonder if a lot of that comes from your mom, who's very touchy. No. Um, your family. A lot of it comes from my, for the first 10 years of my life, where I had no physical touch. Yeah, yeah. So you from, that now. So yeah, I, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I mean now, and it's something I do thrive on. Mm-hmm. And. So you you have gone a lot better. Mm-hmm. You do mm-hmm. you you give me hugs regularly. Yeah, I know. Um, we don't necessarily hold hands a lot because I hate it. Because I know you hate it, and it's also a safety thing. But I just don't like public okay, displays of affection. Period. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I don't like it. Even straight couples, I think it's just like ew. It's go rent yeah. a room. It doesn't have to be displayed for everyone to see, and that's just how I feel. Yeah, I just I agree. Mm-hmm. So so like, yeah, what about you being in the middle ground? Oh, don't hold my hand. <laughs> it's germy. It's gross. If we're trying to shop, I want to mm-hmm. be able to like look at stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do know like when we've been in stressful situations and I start getting overwhelmed, even when we like, I just reach out and grab your pinky. Mm-hmm. Um, it's enough to calm me down and center me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm able to, to move on. And we do the, like the, the fingertip touch thing mm-hmm. quite regularly. Mm-hmm. And usually that's often enough. And there are times when you, I feel bad when I push you away, but I'll wake up just like fresh in the morning and Terry will lay there and be watching this movie and he'll rub my back. And as much as I love it, it puts me to sleep. Uh, so I'm like, stop, I need to get up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. And, and, and yeah, the only reason I do this is because I know you love it. Me, yeah. I'm like, 
Although it's actually okay because that means I also keep you at arm's length. So <laughs> it kind of works for me too. So that usually is good. Um, okay, so I think right now we're just going to take a quick break to digest all of this. And then when we come back, we are going to be talking more about love languages and how they affect our lives. Give us a sec. Okay, so now that we all know what our love languages are and what they mean in a technical sense, what does that mean for us as people and as relationship partners? Well, I think, well, first of all, were any of us surprised by our top two or three love languages? I I was not. I, no, I no. knew that that was me. I don't think so. Me, I, how? I, yeah, you obviously. Every he always <laughs> likes being touched. I'm rubbing him right now. <laughs> yeah, That's right. just how but, I um, calm him down. I was. I actually expected. I was actually surprised. That I was more physical touch. Like that. There's such a gap between physical touch and words of affirmation for mm-hmm. me. Because mm-hmm. I expected words to be like right, almost par with it. Yeah. Yeah. I also think because uh, during the break we were ha- kind of having a small conversation. I think we want to revisit it. That not everyone thought everyone else would hit where they were at. Yes, yeah. So both Eric and Adam were saying that they expected gifts to be You're higher high. on my list. But it's funny because, and, and Ray knew that it wouldn't be. Yeah. Because that's just not, I, I, I give out that persona that it's like very like, oh my God, I need a gift, I need to make it perfect. But I think if you look back on it, what did I say was more important than actually giving, than giving me a gift? I, I don't <laughs> the way it was wrapped. That's true. It right? always has to be pretty. Yeah. So it's not the fact that you're giving me a gift. It's the fact that you're putting in the like effort. effort. Yeah. You yeah. don't care to if you, do if you it. get a book off your TBR list. Yeah. If you get a book, you're amazingly happy. Yes, it's a good gift. But then if it's wrapped up in pretty paper and it's like coordinated, yep. you're over the moon. Yep. That's yeah. exactly it. It has to look good under the tree because that's how I like it. Because that's how I was. That's how I was grown up. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know now pointing this stuff out, you can probably see it in hindsight. Of course. But that's what it was. Because everything always has to be pretty. Yes. I had to put so much effort into wrapping your gifts. <laughs> like, it could be a fucking pair of socks. I yes. don't care. But it has you, to be pretty with yes, bows and ribbons. It is wrapped bows, ribbons, tags, glitter, sparkle. I don't care. Yes. But mm-hmm. it, the whole shebang. And it's got to be in a box that a microwave fits in. I wonder like, if that's why we all go out at Christmas between the two and you. We yeah. always do. We yes. always have tons of food and it's laid out yeah. pretty. Yeah. Although I will say, because one of the fun things I do, and this is why I like giving you gifts, is because I give you gifts from the kids. Yes. And like it's this so year, Ahura uh, and the twins. No, it was just Ahura. Yeah. Because this was before the twins. Ahura gave you a necktie. Total dad gift. Mm-hmm. Gave yep. her a neck. Love it. Was so cute. Yeah, but it's something he'll use. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of gifts I think that I like. Mm-hmm. It's stuff that I'll use Functional or gifts. Yeah. or eat. And, and even for your birthday, we got. I gave you sheets. Yep. And mm-hmm. Nutella robes. Yep. Like a third thing. I can't remember what the third thing was. And what did I tell you? These are like, great gifts. You're like, this is this is perfect. This mm-hmm. is the greatest like, gift really? ever. Because these are like, I'm like, I feel like these are lame. And you're like, no. no. <laughs> but this is exactly that's what we always got for Christmases and birthdays. Yes. Like, functional things. We don't need to be... Like, it doesn't have to be over the top. It doesn't Mm. have to be huge. It doesn't have to be these grand gestures. It's, like, literally all I want to have you know is that you actually see what I 
really, really wanted. And it's sad for you to realize that I really, really wanted new sheets. I know. Right? And it's like... I'm, but it is in that way, it is an act of service. It because is. Because he's taking something off your to-do list in your head that yeah. you know you yeah. want to get. Yeah. And appeasing you that way. And, and literally, the new bathrobes you gave me for my birthday, I have been looking for bathrobes for like... Three years. Three years. At least. For perfect ones. Because I like them a certain way, a certain length, and everything. And yeah, that goes beyond gift giving. Yeah. That's, uh, that was a whole other thing. So yes, and that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So... Why do we think it's important that our partners know what our love language is and responds to our love languages? It because it makes you happy. It makes you feel like you can still be in that relationship. It's mm-hmm. easier for communication. Yeah, that too. You can understand the other person. Like if I am again, if you were trying to show your love by giving me gifts, you're gonna get mad because he's not getting happy about it. Yeah, yes. I'm not giving you that back. I'm not giving anything back to you in return. It kind of goes back to the cookie jar scenario with emotional deposits. Mm-hmm. You're putting your cookies in the wrong place. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like, but it, again, if you just gave me junk and wrapped it real pretty, done. Yeah. Right? But even like, so I'm staring at our, our wedding wall right now, mm-hmm. and you did up three frames with like four years worth of lunch kit notes yep. that I used to put in there. Literally the cheesiest, gayest thing I've ever done yeah. in my life. <laughs> right. Yeah. And what are those? But you, they, they were my notes to you. But what are they? Just like, it's, it's words of affirmation. Yeah. Yes! And what was my number one in a relationship? <laughs> words. Dumbass. I know. Obviously. That's why they're so important. <laughs> to you, yeah. God. Because well, I, I, I never, up until we did this episode, I never understood why you kept them. Because I'm like, it's literally just me being like, don't stab somebody in the face today. Mm-hmm. But it's a thing. That's an imp- <laughs> Me not stabbing people is an important thing. Thank you for appreciating that I did not stab a single person today. Yeah. Thank you. Where, like, for you and I, right, I find the quality time for me is important because, yes, we hang out and we do stuff, but I want your undivided attention. Essentially, like it's very needy. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can be. But needy. the words of affirmation. But I like if words of affirmation know, too. Or if I do it for you, we find that important. Yes. I don't necessarily keep them because I mean. Me neither. Stuff, but. But like the quality time, I like the undivided attention. In terms of also too having interest in what I like too, going above that. Like I think that goes into quality time. Mm, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And you, you like the words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. So because we are in the queer community, do we find that people have a harder time understanding our love languages? Hmm. Because it goes from being like a love language to kind of being a need that's unfulfilled because of whatever qualms people have about this. Well, it could. Um, I think it, it might actually go back to kind of like we were talking about in the last segment was um, how in a heteronormative relationship, it's kind of easy for because men have roles and women have roles to do acts of service as a showing how much I love you. You see it on commercials all the time where it's like, you know, it's amazing when the dad t- picks up the kids and then makes dinner and that makes mom feel so special. So obviously those acts of service are a very important part to women in a heteronormative relationship. Mm-hmm. But for us, I think we've all kind of shown it. It's not that important when we're all doing it all together anyways. Yeah. So I think it's it's just indicative of how 
the relationship structure and our personal connection is with our love languages because it does change how we actually deal with each other. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It's I, I just see it as you need to find a way to express it. And I think we do that better. Although apparently not because it took you five years <laughs> to realize what it was. But it's like I think we're more open and honest and we are able to share each other's feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also think we're still so closed off by not asking it for it the way we need it. Yes. But maybe that part of that's too because you don't know what you need necessarily. Yeah, exactly. I, I would never have actually realized that words of affirmation are my, is my number one thing. It's obvious to, I think, me now and Eric because that's what yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I never would have thought of it. I could I would have just been like, just tell me thanks. But like, because like, I think sometimes our families, um, like I'm fortunate, my mom knows that like I'm, I'm a big hugger. I'm, I'm, I need physical touch. So mm-hmm. that, she knows that that's my love language. But do we find that our families sometimes either forget that we have our own love language or mm-hmm. just expect us to follow a certain type well, of love language? If I'm thinking for myself with quality time, I find my family is very about quality time, right? Family time, right? Yeah. And for you, you're probably like, oh my God, this is stressful. It's too much. Because it's too much. Mm-hmm. But me, I like that because I feel appreciated. And that they probably feel appreciated because I'm spending time with them. Where yeah. I can only hear the same story twice, not 50 times. Mm-hmm. It's just... But I think there's just a different dynamic of what people find as quality time together. Mm-hmm. Like if your if Adam's family time is hustle and bustle and 50 people all together at the same time, then that's fine because I, I think that's kind of what Eric's and Eric's family is. A lot of people all together. It's busy, it's loud. Yes, and they like that yeah. kind of like just that cacophony and everything going and it's mm. so lively. Whereas Ray and I, we are equally, if not more happy, having quality time with four to six people yeah. at a dinner yeah. And just enjoying each other's company. Mm-hmm. I like both. Right? But, but that's even like how we with, were like our Christmas days, we'd always have time in the morning together as family. Mm-hmm. And then we'd have a couple hours in the afternoon where we do all do our own thing. Yeah. And just disperse. Where yeah. a lot of families are like, we have to spend the whole day together. Yes. Because it's Christmas Day. Where I don't think mom, dad ever forced that on us. No. No. We just, and it was realistically, I think, how we were growing up because we were kind of the hub of all of that. People would come to us. But they wouldn't come to us at the same time. So we would have uncles and aunts from one family and their family come over, spend an hour, they'd leave. Another family came over, spent an hour, and leave. Mm-hmm. So it was good. It was that way we were able to see a lot of people over the course of the day or a few days. Yeah. But it wasn't all, all at the same yeah. time. See, and there are days I wish my family did that. And it, to me, it just makes more sense. You can you can have an actual visit with them. Yeah. Yes. Like I, I would I would love it if like we uh, like we just we rotated through a house or something. Like we all went to be visit with like my mom for a couple of hours, and like my grandparents were there or whatever. Because like I I do find that like Christmas especially is so stressful for me. There's too much pressure on it. I think yes. as soon as we have taken pressure off Christmas for our whole group, yeah. it's been like the most relaxing thing. Yeah, because I'm, I'm trying to balance making my family happy and, and, and making sure I put in time with them, but I'm mm-hmm. balancing the fact that my husband has worked an insane number of hours and some stupid shifts, yeah. and that by the time Christmas hits, he's, he is emotionally drained. That cookie jar is not just empty, it is broken. Exactly, mm-hmm. and this is why I have the note, please don't stab someone. Yes, <laughs> And it's something that it's very difficult for Eric even to relate to his family that at the end of the Christmas season, I do not 
want to see yes. anyone. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. done. So I get that you're you're done, mm-hmm. but there are people who work normal big boy jobs or big people jobs. Yeah, nine to five. Nine to five that don't realize that there are busy seasons and that people who are in those industries get burnt out mm-hmm. by the mm-hmm. time something hits. Yeah. And that they expect it that because they're all in the big people jobs. Yeah. And they've had two weeks off for Christmas. Assholes. I know. Um, that, you know, it's fine. It's just time off. And then you know it's not because other people have to, like, still do the things you need them to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, life doesn't yeah. stop just because you're on vacation. Yeah. But anywho, knowing all that and being able to vocalize it. And I think that's what we all need to get better at. And I think it's also beneficial for Ray and I to know your guys' and your guys to know ours, yeah, yeah. too. Because then... You know, we know each other. Well, understanding how, understand you, re- how you recharge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. If you're introverted, extrovert, you need to understand. Well, no, because uh, so the reason I asked that, I asked the, the first question was because, like, I'm, I'm I would hope that in the time you guys have with your mom, Terry and Ray, that she gave you guys plenty of your love language. Mm-hmm. But I feel like as the outsider looking in on your family, that that got lost after your mom passed, and it was just your dad. Oh yes. Um, again, because he didn't give love language the same way she did. Yeah. So, it, whatever he tried to do... It, what would his be? Acts of service, probably, right? I guess. Definitely not quality time. No. And that's yeah. actually... And actually, definitely yeah, not no. words of affirmation. And that's what I'm just trying to say. I'm actually trying to think of what it would be. Because it, it was so... It would be so, either acts of service or words it, of affirmation. It, it was no, just, no, no. you never do acts of affirmation. Um, it was so... Unlike anything that I was used to, I wasn't understanding it. So it probably was literally, like, did not compute. So everything that he did was the opposite of a love language Mm -hmm. to me. It made me feel more negative than anything. So he might have it. I'm sure he does. He has to have... Someone's got... It has to be there somehow. But we just didn't understand it because we weren't receptive to it. Mm -hmm. And that's something that he never figured out. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But that's a good lesson. For yeah. all of us to be like, you know what, if it's not working, you need to fix it and you need to be able to vocalize it. That if you're in a relationship with whoever it is and what you're getting from them isn't what you need, you need to be able to see what that is. And understanding that if their love language isn't the same as yours, you can't get upset by it. Yeah. Because I know it's a big thing with people giving gifts and then they get upset about people receiving them. Yeah. Yeah. Or not wanting them because they live a different lifestyle or whatever. Yeah. So what are some words of wisdom we can give others in vocalizing our need for a certain love language? Or getting what we need from our love language? Do the test Mm -hmm. to know exactly what you feel and then vocalize that to your partner or to your family, your friends, whatever that you need. Even I think, yeah, Adam's right. Even if it's not this test, do a kind... Do the research mm-hmm. yeah, and figure out how it is you need to give and get love. Because I feel like that's why relationships fail is is you might have something where you do everything right in the relationship in terms of what is supposed to be done right, mm-hmm. but you miss out on that while one partner likes words of affirmation and the other partner needs physical affection or physical love, but it's not happening. Exactly. And that's, of and that's just it. And then the other, both parties are confused. It's like, well, he was a really good person, but it just didn't work. And that's... The, Especially that, if you don't understand yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, how can you yeah. compute to somebody to say, I like it when you do this, but not this. Yeah. And it could also go be going against, why do I choose all these guys? And it never works out. And mm-hmm. you always think it's you. Guess what? Maybe it is, 
because you don't know how to accept love. Like You don't know you, yourself. Yeah, yeah, you don't know it. You keep on thinking that it's going to be bright, shiny gifts and whatever this is, and that's not what he wants to give you. Yeah. Like, and that's Or wants to get from Yeah, you, and that, that's exactly it. Like if, if it's a twink and a daddy kind of situation, and daddy isn't giving you the apres ski boots, then... It's like, well, you don't mm. understand that it's a real relationship. But then maybe then that's when everything. you have to communicate that to them. Exactly. Yeah. And that's just it. You need to know what you like. You need to know what you have to offer somebody else. And then that needs to be compatible. Well, and I feel like having done this test and, and read through everything, I feel like I know myself better because I now know what I need in a relationship to fill my emotional cookie jar. And mm. I think you also know what your partner needs yes. and does because I see you in a completely different light now and I'm like mm-hmm. okay so I need to make sure I'm doing I'm, I'm words I'm, of affirmation I'm doing words of affirmation mm-hmm. I'm telling him when he's done when I'm proud of something that he's done yeah. or why he's done it, why I'm proud of what he's done and still mm-hmm. gives me gifts yes mm-hmm. as long as they're Perfectly pretty wrapped. <laughs> exactly. pretty gifts um, what about you guys no it's the same like I think it's important for me to know that yeah it is the quality time that I enjoy and that expecting kind of like for Ray to provide that to me and same thing for me to provide words of affirmation to Ray because that's one of his top aspects as well mm-hmm. right because if I didn't know that then I think a lot of it work. comes with age though yeah. that you know yourself Maturity. enough to like this is what I need to be happy not gifts mm-hmm. yeah. but did you guys learn something about each other doing this test I think we talked about it like well, I know that two. your gifts and stuff were not high, and mine were high, so we never have done that. And same as words of affirmation. But I thought your physical touch was going to be higher. No. I thought it was going to be higher. Because you're always like, rub my back, rub my back, rub my head, rub my head, all that stuff. And so... Again, because it puts me to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I, I get Terry to scratch Although my back. Although, you can fall time. asleep on the fucking floor. It's, sure. it's really true. Um, I get Terry to scratch my back because he does his nails. Because mm-hmm. he, he paints his nails, he keeps them a little bit longer. So, I'm like, uh, oh, they're perfect to scratch my back. <laughs> that's true. When especially it's itchy and yes. the middle of the back, so, you can't grab it yourself. Which is funny because it annoys, that doesn't annoy me, but I'm like, seriously, again. But knowing that, yes, he likes physical touch, okay, fine, I'll continue doing it. If this is the one thing I can offer him in this relationship, I will do my nails. <laughs> I'm a really giving person. <laughs> So, you know. And other things. No. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so no, I think that is good for that. So everyone needs to go out and test your love language. Yeah. We will post the test that we all, the, the four of us took, on our socials. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Gay Agenda. Don't forget you can follow us all on the tweets, the instas, and on the Facebooks at The Gay Agenda YYC. If you like what we had to say, please like, comment, subscribe, leave a review, all that fun jazz. Thanks for listening, kids. Bye. Bye. Love and light, bitches.